Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hola, amigo. <laughs> Hola, Dave. <laughs> Como esta? <laughs> Are we speaking El Spanioso today? Spanish, Spanishimo? We're, we're doing a bit of Tommy Spanish, Tommy Spanish, so not real Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 and he wouldn't be very good paying the bill either, would he? Because he said it was, it was 25 quid and it was 46 euros, so... I've got to admire his his confidence, his absolute confidence that he can speak Spanish. And I'm pretty sure none of it was, or, or a very little bit of it was, but a, there was a lot of just English and making it sound Spanish. What, what are they called? Cheese? Something like... Uh, queso. Called, I think it's a uh, queso. Q U E S O. I think queso. All right, but didn't he say casato or something? I, I yeah, don't know. But he, he did the old classic though. Day when he speaks that guy about the food and that, and he, and he basically asked for the bill, didn't he? And then he was like, "Yeah, yeah." He said, "It's this." I was like, "You dick." <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, I mean, the the biggest. The biggest drama slash non-drama, because I'm I'm not sure if it's set up or not, is the whole Anton thing and him giving his number to the cashier. What what did you make to all of that? I think it was just a piss take. It was all set up. Look, Dave, the way they filmed it, you've been in them supermarkets in Spain. They're tiny. The COVID, you know, the, the aisles are tiny. You're not like you're going into an Asda or if you're in America, Walmart, somewhere like that. They're tiny. It's small. So they've set it up. They've got the wide lens cameras on. It's probably like a little convenience store, isn't it, on the corner. And that girl's just there, and he's like, oh, she's really cute. Oh, I think I'll give you my number. I was like, I figured that was a setup, complete setup. But either way, what number is he going to give her? He's not He's not leaving the villa for a few weeks. He's not like she's going to text him while he's in the villa. So it's just a setup. To, but that was the, probably the most obvious setup. But they from there, fucking Anna with Jordan. I, I don't. I, and it's like, and then she's questioning. Now, let me just go on a little bit of a soap, a pedestal, because I'm a bit, a, bit of a, a bit of a soapbox. Sorry, I know that I'm quite hard on Anna at times, and maybe it is the editing. We got asked that in one of the emails we had a couple of days ago. But does it not strike you as a fucking coincidence that Ovi and Amber are getting on like a house on fire? Yes, she doesn't know what's going on at this sort of speed dating meal thing they had going on. Mm-hmm. But they were just talking as friends. I think if Ovi gave Anna the wink and the nod and said, like, dip your bread in, let's go, I think we'd be straight in there, 100%, he'd be in with her. But he's basically friend-zoned her. But Anna doesn't see it, and straight away she goes to Jordan because he didn't tell her, oh, I don't think uh, you're questioning our relationship. It's like, oh, fuck off. What a load of nonsense. Jeez, uh, I, do you think we're hard on her? I, because I, I know I've said uh, for, from a few weeks ago, I'd said, well, if you're team Anna, it, it's like supporting a football team, isn't it? You can get right behind and you can justify pretty much anything they're going to do and, and you'll see it differently to if you're not team Anna. But I just thought, again, she came off horribly tonight. And, and you know, you could, all right, 
if I'm to be sympathetic, I'll say it the other way, and that, well, Jordan kind of, he did tell a little white lie there, didn't he? But yeah, yeah. he was, he was, so look at the whole chain of events, though. I mean, Jordan didn't have to say anything because it, it was a bit of a joke. That's how I interpreted it. Like I say, what number is he going to give her? He's going to be in the villa for at least the next few weeks. And then it, when he goes back home, what's he going to do? Is he going to, is he going to really like head out there for a day oh. with a, a, a not bad looking cashier? Of course he's not. So for me, he was doing it for laughs. Yeah. And it's ended up backfiring because Jordan and Tommy, we're having a little bit of a joke. Oh, yeah, it was dead funny, that. It wasn't that funny, but it was kind of half funny. But then Molly May, she gets the bit between her teeth, doesn't she? She just won't let it go. And I've got to say to you, Chris, I, I've, for the last few weeks, for me, it's been Molly May and Tommy. have been the only couple who's, who's close to winning, the only real couple. But Tommy's pissed me off a bit tonight, I've got to say. What a crap fucking friend he is. Because, oh, yeah. you know, he's just fucking absolutely crumbled there. It, he's made it sound like something that it's really not. And it just snowballed from there. He's like, look, I didn't do anything with the cashier, implying someone else has done something. Yeah, And I just thought, it's a nonsense. And, and you, could tell, you could tell by Anton's reaction, he's like, is this a fucking joke? It was yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think, to be honest, if you get nabbed by the police, Dave, me and you, and we've got Tommy with us, we're fucking going down for the 10 stretch, aren't we? Because that fucker <laughs> dressing you right up. He's that little shit when you were at school. If you got to the headmaster's office, he's got the old Peter K pointing at the side of his head like, <laughs> as, as he fucking bubbles you up. What an absolute bell. Is he that desperate? to get his leg over with Molly May, that he's going to fucking do that. That I agree. It's just an absolute see you next Tuesday trick. It's a really, really bad, bad show. When we've called out, there's no such thing as coding there. And yet again, it, both of them two, Jordan and Tommy, have proved that they basically don't really care about anybody. And, and anything to, to shit on you, mate, I mean, that's just bad news, Dave. Bad news. There's no coding there at all. They're all just selfish narcissistical wankers aren't they at times they really are yeah but i mean it's i guess it's not as if it was real for me either if he genuinely was like trying to chatter up or something and it was something you could say well all right spilling the beans on that it's guy code for me guy code bro code whatever you want to call it it doesn't come into it because it was nothing but then because of the way like this little breadcrumbs thrown out there and, and then it's Molly May initially on at it and on at it and on at it, it builds it up to this thing. And then you've got Anna, you know, like you say, oh, I'm questioning my relationship and fair play. You know, Jordan's like, oh, it's really starting to annoy me now. Well, yeah. you're finally starting to see her for who she is then. Yeah. So it, it just built it up and built it up. And I, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow night now because they've all whipped themselves up into a frenzy about this thing that's just not real. No, I agree. It's fucking bullshit. Absolute. Chris's line, bullshit from China. And, and I, I just want to go back to something you said about Anna. I try, and I'm trying and trying and trying, Dave, and I'm sure there's a song there somewhere, that to basically try and be objective and just be a little bit sort of trying to see it from her point of view. But I can't. She's a fucking dickhead. That's what she is. She's a dick. And I just think it's pure jealousy because she had over at arm's length thinking, I've got over there just in case this falls apart with Jordan. 
Ovi's moved on. King Ovi, the man of the people, he's now with Amber. They are a direct threat to, she obviously, Anna obviously thinks her and Jordan are going to win, but they're getting nowhere to be seen. It's Tommy and Molly May, and I honestly think now Ovi and Amber are going to win. I said it yesterday, and I think that's all it is with Anna. She's thinking, oh, shit, I've, I've gone with the wrong guy. I mean, Dave, it's fucking nonsense, isn't it? It's like someone having, like, say me, say like I'm a friend of mine having an affair, and I say to Sam, I mean, missus, uh, he's having an affair. That, that's it. I'm questioning our relationship because you might have an affair. Or you might, it's like, it doesn't fucking make any sense, does it? She's just gone at him because she's looking for an excuse. Absolute game playing. I'm, I'm not sure it's quite the same there, though, is it? So, so Jordan wasn't telling Anna. It was Tommy who buckled. So the fact that Jordan wasn't telling her that was the thing that made her question the relationship. And, uh, you know, again, she's just spitting a dummy there, isn't she? Again, that, that's, that's the type of person she is. She just spits a dummy if she doesn't get her own way. Dave, Dave, let's be honest. No, you're right. Let's be honest, right? When you're in a relationship, it doesn't matter how long. There's always going to be times where sometimes it's best just keeping your gob shut. Not because you're lying or anything like that, but you don't want World War Three happening, do you? Family dues get-togethers, you've seen something happen, you think, I don't want to say anything because I know that's going to... And that's simply what he's done. He's just done guy code. They're all calling it out. Yeah, I'm not saying he's right. Let's dispense with guy code, girl code, right? It's just being a friend. And why would you not say those things? Exactly because of what's happening here. So they're all, again, blowing this thing up. It's a storm in a teacup. It was nothing. And in the real world, okay, you could say uh, if Anton was really there and he was really on holiday out with his girlfriend and then he gave his number and he had his mobile on him, then, all right, that might be something. But this is just so obviously nothing. And and so there was no need to say anything about it in the first place and, and just avoid having to keep storm. So I, I do actually have to put a little bit. It was Jordan who made that initial comment when Molly May was there and, and he started it off. Right, it's right. But Dave, there was a bit of comedy relief in this episode with this pathetic drama. How do you shut up somebody and how do you sort of question a relationship when you've only been together about four weeks, Dave? Well, exactly. And that, and that's why I say, you know, it would be a real thing if someone was away on holiday with their girlfriend. Again, this is all just this is all just nonsense, isn't it? And again, it's applying different rules to a game show. Exactly. And it's just it's just nonsense. But, but I wasn't actually talking about that that day, but thanks for the analysis. All right, but but what <laughs> what were you talking about then? You're being cryptic. It's too late. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been a bella. No, I'm not. I, I genuinely, I was talking about when Joanna dropped them fateful words to Michael. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. Right. I, and I've got to say, right, before tonight, I was convinced there was no real chemistry between Joanna and Michael. And I, I'm more convinced than ever, ever. The only thing they've got to talk about is Amber or kids. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, whoa, danger, Will Robinson. (laughs) Red flag, red flag. What the hell? Where did that come from? Oh, I've imagined our kids, you know, because you've got curly hair. Fucking hell. I mean, how long has Joanna been in the villa? Like two weeks? (laughs) Yeah. 
That is, that is. It was a classic. You can see Michael doing his false fucking. I mean, he didn't do a morning when he just did a complete bitch face. He was like smiling and saying, oh, fuck, you know, what am I doing with myself? He was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I like you say, King Ovi, he's called it out as well, hasn't he? Even to Amber. And even from his short time in the villa, he's saying the same things. He's saying, you know, I can see the way you and Michael look at each other. And then you look away as if, you know, you you don't want to let each other know that it's still a thing. Um, he Even he can see it. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I think he nailed it, though. You know, Michael's too proud. He He's not going to accept that he made a wrong choice there and go back on it. And and I think it's such a shame. I, I, I'm conflicted, to be honest, Chris, because I kind of, I feel in my gut that I do want them to get back together because I do think they are right for each other now for all the journey we've been on and thinking that actually, no, you know, at, at one time we thought, oh, Amber's probably just a bit too immature from him, for him. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, from what we've seen now, Michael being a tool aside, you know, I do want them to get, back together but i don't know if you can completely sweep away that whole thing from michael you know and the fact that he's been a knob for so long now you know it's probably it's probably better that that they don't get back together to be honest yeah i totally agree i totally agree it'd be a perfect love story dave if you were being cynical and it was a bit of a setup but i just don't believe i agree i agree completely non-starter for me and you know, it leads us into the. We're going into the last couple of weeks now, aren't we, Dave? And it's been a hell of a journey with the the housemates. Some of it's just been, you know, absolute piss funny. And some of it. <laughs> again, the only man for me, Dave, he's over. He's an absolute. Well, I do. I do have to say, particularly because Tommy and Mo- both Tommy and Molly may really piss me off tonight with that whole Anton thing. So my vote went for Ovi and Amber, and I do genuinely think that they could be a couple i think it's not going to happen in the time we've got left yep but i do think there's something there i do i do i just think it's anna anna's amber doesn't he's being a friend basically she doesn't want to pursue it but but the way she laughs and jokes with him and and like Ovi said Ovi was really good with her he said about michael didn't he saying like you know you can see there's something there you can see you know and he I thought the words he said to her were fantastic, to be honest, Dave. He just, he's just so chilled out. He's, he is, he's become the star of the show, and considering he wasn't there as an original, what a guy. <laughs> he's doing his little dancing uh, earlier on in the show, wasn't he? And I do like the way kind of Chris is such a knob, you know, <laughs> and yeah. he's trying to, you know, make some conversation with Ovi, and he's like, Ovi's just eating his eggs. I, I love the way, well, actually do I love the way. I don't know if I love the way or not, but the way he just refers to himself in the third person. <laughs> Ovi's just eating his eggs and he's just chilling out. <laughs> <laughs> he's that thing and he's that gif where you've got the, the guy on the swing and everything around him's just burning and he's just sat on the swing, swinging away <laughs> like just not fucking care in the world. Absolutely fantastic. Everyone else is stressed. We've got two weeks left. It's like, I'm just fucking here on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think, because you know what it is, Dave? He, he obviously has got nothing. He's not being prepped or he's not got some agency behind him. He's just being himself. And I think that, that's what's coming through more than anything. That's why he's so genuine. There's no hidden agenda or afterthought when he leaves the villa. 
about how he reacts and what he's doing in the villa. You know, like as we've said a few times, they all get the deals and stuff. So I think that's just it's just him being himself, yeah. and I, I applaud him for that. To be honest, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean. And speaking of someone who's completely genuine, should we go to the other end of the scale and talk about Curtis? Oh my God, Dave. What <laughs> fucking cock he's turning into more than ever. I mean, I said from the start, I didn't trust him. He's not genuine. Nobody is that nice. This lad is becoming more and more of a dick, in he? You know, he's, he's playing him off badly. And I think more is playing him, to be honest, Dave. I just think yeah. he's playing him. That Chris is a knobhead as well. And you've got, Francesca, I don't know. I just can't take to the girl. Not because she's coming late. I just, I just think she knows what she's doing. She has to shock people to stay in the villa, Dave, and that's why she picked Curtis. This fuck all between them. This fuck all between him and Mora. It's just a really, really sticky situation with them. I think Chris will go probably next. Maybe with Mora, they might do a full couple. I could see Mora now. She's put herself in a weak position by not picking Curtis. So, and I think Curtis just needs to go. He's just an absolute cock, and he's just really, really doing himself no favours. The more, more he speaks now, because he's Mr. Advice, he's like, please be quiet. You, do, you just do himself. <laughs> well, he, he just seems almost unrecognisable, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, from the, from the person that he was. And I, I just, I don't recognise him. And, and so that, it just screams false to me. And uh, I thought... He was a bit stupid with, you know, when Maura's asking him for a massage. She, you know, fair play to Maura, I think, in, in this scenario, that she's still just going for it. You yeah. know, she's she's putting it so on the line. There's no line left anymore. You know, she's just like, oh, I'll come in. And when she goes to sleep, can I come in and cuddle you? Um, but with the whole massage thing, you know, oh, it's just, I'm just going to take my bra off here. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I've got to say though, though, I did love more of the fact that Curtis, who's paired with Francesca, Francesca's sat on the bed with, I can't remember if she was sat with, she was sat with somebody on the jo- bed. Joanna. Joanna. Yeah, and what yeah. was so funny was she tells him to shut the fuck up. Exactly. It's like, this, <laughs> this is a lot less, <laughs> this is a lot worse with you when I can hear you talking. <laughs> Hello, I only paired up with the guy. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant, absolutely brilliant. No, yeah. no fucks given whatsoever. Absolutely fantastic. No, no, Dave. Not at all. We've had a couple of emails again. I've, I've, we've got to read them out. Some fantastic feedback from our listeners again, and it just humbles us every time. It really, really does. So. We've had an email all the way from Israel, from Yaron, who has come across the podcast and he's entitled the email, Greetings from Israel. Hey guys, like the description, it's like a chocolate cake. I just want to indulge in it. Same for the show as it as is for the podcast. Watching the UK one as the US one and enjoying the podcast. Find you by accident on my pod app and can't stop laughing, listening to you guys. Had a few incidents in which I was thinking to myself that Anna Chick is not okay. How come they don't see it in the villa? Then I was listening in and there you were telling it how it is about her behaviour, which is as ugly as it gets. Listening to you daily, sometimes twice a day. Keep up the good word and thanks for being as awesome, as funny as you are. You've got a fan in Israel. Cheers, Yaron. So thank you very much, Yaron. I mean, that's bang on, Dave, isn't it? Like you say, just incredibly humbling. And, you know, we should say, I mean, we we obviously have a lot of listeners in the UK, but, you know, across in the US, I, I expect that to increase as well as we do more and more of the US Love Island podcast. Uh, we've got listeners in Ireland, Australia. It's just amazing. So, you know, maybe we'll do a few shout outs for each different country. And if you want your country to be shouted out, just 
fire us an email and or tweet or iTunes review, whatever, and, and we'll read it out. But like you say, can't emphasize it enough, incredibly humbled by it. No, brilliant, brilliant. And big shout out again to Heather Gates, who we read out her email yesterday. She's replied again. So thank you, Heather. She's American. She lives over in Amsterdam. She sent us a lovely email and she still loves the cricket bat reference, Dave. And I'm taking a soldier through the series. It's the highlight of my series. <laughs> that was my joke. So uh, <laughs> thank you, Heather. It's the highlight. That implies it's, it's all going to go downhill. So we're going to have to up it somehow. But it's, it's a tall order, that one. No, it isn't. And also, friend of the show, Karen has emailed in again. And she's put, hi, guys. I only just caught up on last night's episode. Curtis is a knob and he's playing with fire. And as much as I can't bear Amy, she's better without him. He has to remember he's been in the bottom three couples, so not a favourite. And his actions last night were getting voted off sooner rather than later. Karen. And she's right. She's absolutely right. Well, I mean, yeah, completely echo that sentiment. I mean, he's probably going to be at risk he's paired up with Francesca tonight he said you know he's trying not to smile too much but if he had a clue about what public perception was I think Mora automatically is going to come with a huge amount of votes I, I think Curtis might be in that bottom three again tomorrow yeah yeah we'll see Dave It'd be really really interesting really interesting so Another great show. Thank you, everyone, again for the feedback. If you want to contact the show, email us. It's thelovealandcast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, at thelovealandcast. So thanks very much, guys. I might be setting you up, Dave. What have you got for us today? Well, we know on one of our other podcasts, we're going to be releasing it very shortly, the VHS Strikes Back. It's one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's big breakthrough films back in the early 80s, and he's a massive icon for both myself and Chris. So with Tommy's having a go at Spanish there, I thought there's only one way to finish this, and that's to say, hasta la vista, baby. Baby.